Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tainted Judgment Podcast. I'm John. I'll be your host. Welcome back to all the reoccurring customers, if you will. If you're new and this is your first time and you're just getting broken into what we do here, welcome aboard. I'll be your captain. Watch the deck for splintering. Happy Thursday, everybody. It's a beautiful, beautiful week we've had so far. Weather is like fucking killer, you know? Sunny, almost not a cloud in the sky. Can't beat it. The weather is back down to planet Earth here. It's been like, I think today was like the highest. It's like 65. But yesterday was pretty chilly. The day before that, pretty chilly. Mornings. Little bit of frost on the on the uh, on the lawn. Love to see it, you know. My favorite time of year is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, where it gets real fucking cold and our bodies have to acclimate. You see who's this is where you find out who's the real deal and who would fucking die if everything went to shit tomorrow, you know? Everybody it's like forty degrees and you see people and they're shivering. And they got a winter hat on. And they got a coat. And they got boots. And they got the mittens and everything else. You know, and they're fucking, they're really going through it. And they look at me. I'm one of those guys, like I said before. I'm one of those guys. It's 20 degrees. I've got nothing on, dog. I've got short sleeves. You know, if I'm at work, I got my work pants on. You know, my regular boots. I don't bundle up worth a shit. You know? And that's like. That's like my my pregame for snowmobile season. I just, I like, I try to get myself acclimated, you know? Because what what use are you to yourself if it's, you know, you get up there and it's 10 degrees or it's negative 10 and it's fucking freezing. You're not going to want to get on that sled and do fucking 80, 90 miles an hour down Piston Alley. You know what I mean? Or, or fuck around going down Route 5, you know, and that wind is just jetting across, you know. Or you're up at the windmills in Maine, and the wind is just chilling you to the bone. This is the real deal. You got to get ready, and this is how I prep, you know. That way, when I put my bibs on, I'm fucking sweating, man. I'm not, I can, I can barely, like, handle what's happening with my body. I got to lay it down, if anything, you know. Layering up is for pussies. And that's official right here at the Tainted Judgment Podcast. Hope everybody else is doing okay. Guys, we made it. I personally don't own cable. But apparently, you know, and let me, before I get into this, you know, let me just clarify. I'm not hurting, okay? I don't have cable, but I do have a fire stick. I got the... You know, the Amazon movies and all that, the Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, fucking Hulu, Discovery to watch American Chopper. I mean, I got it all. You know what I mean? I can binge. I can do whatever I want. I'm living like a sailor, you know? So life is good over here. But apparently, everybody, and this is like, this isn't one person. This is like unanimous across the board. Apparently, this year, the political commercials have been off the fucking charts, off the charts, you know, and 
I don't know what that's about. You know, I know previously when I had cable, it was like, you know, you'd see a little thing, you know, and they'd say they'd be talking monotoned and, you know, this one, you know, eats eggs for breakfast and it should be illegal. You know what I mean? It's like very generic, like, yeah, we know you guys disagree, ba 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 ba. vote for me, hotty, hotty, ha, and it says who it's by, you know, and apparently like this year, like this, they're like putting memes up. And it's like real personal shit, you know, it's really, it's the farthest thing from like a bipartisan society ever. It's insane. It's fucking nuts, you know, but what are you going to do? This is, this is the, this is the, the, the political climate of today, you know, but I saw some shit like they, they're, they're putting like, uh, What's that thing where you can like put their face on something and you can talk and make them say things and it looks like it's the person saying it deep fake or something like that. I saw shit like that. You know what I mean? They're doing like, like if you ever seen the, the edits that I make to promote the, uh, each episode of this podcast on my Instagram and my Facebook page and shit like that, those type things where I crop out, you know, certain people's faces maybe and post it in there. Apparently there's a lot of that shit going on, but it's like, overbearing it's like like really really aggressive this year i don't know i don't know it makes me really happy that i don't have cable i'm really happy i don't have cable anyway but i mean that's just like the icing on the cake nothing worse than working your ass off all day hating your life getting home putting on the tv and having to deal with commercials and to boot you've got these commercials of these two jackasses who probably don't know that they have best friends anyway. You know what I mean? They probably both feel the same way about 95% of the shit, but they find one issue that they disagree on, and that's the fucking hill that they'll die on. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. It's insane. But that's, uh, I guess that's democratic, uh, you know, processes in, you know, 2022. Everything is evolving. Why would we be stupid enough to assume that this would remain the same? Am I right? Right. But we made it through, nonetheless. I got out there, I voted, you know. Nothing worse than like, you know, so I lived in Rhode Island, I live in Mass now, but, you know, I was alive and I was a, a, a participant voter in the era of, the era and reign of Gina Raimondo. And, you know, there wasn't, I mean, there wasn't one person worth let me let me phrase it like this here. There wasn't one person who wasn't stupid to talk to and was intelligent that actually liked this broad. Everybody hated her. Everybody. I mean, it was it was fucking unanimous. You'd see people now she's a democrat. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Again, I don't give a shit what side of the aisle you're on. You know what I mean? I call a spade a spade. If the person, you know, of an opposite party, you know, is, is killing it. Fuck it. I'm voting for you. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit, but it's like this fucking lady was hated by people on both sides. They'd have a fucking, a coexist and a Barack Obama Biden sticker on the back of their fucking, uh, Kia soul. And they still wouldn't vote for this fucking lady. And yet every time she come up for reelection, boom, reelected. It makes no fucking sense, you know? 
And I think it comes down to like, oh, well, we don't want to vote for the other. Okay, well, you know what I mean? Like, I I get it, but your life is at stake here. You know what I mean? The way the way that politics in your state are represented, the the things being passed, this is this is you. This is your time to shine. You know what I mean? You want to say your vote doesn't count for the the president? Uh, okay, what? I'll 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 entertain you for twenty minutes. But I mean, this actually is the real fucking deal. You could. It gets down to to per person votes over here. You know what I mean with with the general midterms and and statewide shit. You know what I mean. But they vote these fucking people back in, and the same deal happened this year. I don't. I forget the guy's name. He's he's got signs. Uh, Dan Dan something. They vote the fucking guy back in. Everybody's pissing, moaning, and groaning. It's like, well, what what were you doing? What were you doing on Tuesday night? You know. We, did you walk in with a fucking propeller hat on to the election thing and you're like, ah, and just fucking saw the first name that you saw and scribbled it or whatever? You know, I'm guilty of that one. I uh, I was at the to- at the voting booth and, and Massachusetts had one of the questions and the fucking thing, it was one that I hadn't read up on before. And I mean, you should have saw the fucking essay that these guys wrote describing what it is. And my back, they had the, so they got the tables like set three feet high. Apparently, you know, I don't know. It must've been short, you know, short people day or something like that. You know, everybody comes in that's short. You come in at six o'clock. Well, cause I mean, I got there and the fucking tables were way down. The place was fucking mobbed. You know what I mean? And everybody's hunched over. I can see people holding their back. You know, they're rubbing their fucking knees. I mean, it was like, it was brutal to vote. You almost wanted to just turn around and get the fuck out of there, you know? And this one question is like eight paragraphs long. And I'm just looking at it. And I start reading. I go, all right, this is the last one. I filled everything out and went back to that. You know what I mean? And I'm reading this fucking thing. And I get like... Three paragraphs in, I go, you know what, man? Honestly, I can't fucking do it. I can't do it no more. I just, I filled in the uh, the no bu- the no block, and, and that was it. I walked the fuck out of there, you know? I felt like a real douchebag, but oh my God, was my back burning. No good. No good. But we got out there and voted for the important shit, at least. Got that out the way. I am going to miss it a little bit, and I'll tell you why. Because for me, I actually, you know, I make voting time like, you know, like the the month or the weeks leading up to it. I actually make it like a, like a fucking joke. You know what I mean? Let me elaborate. What I do is if I see people out on the corner and they got the signs, I don't give a shit if you're voting for the guy that I'm going for. I'm going to start fucking chirping at you. It's just, it's it's a principle thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have to do this. It must be done. If not me, then who? You know what I mean? Somebody's got to do this, you know? And they're out there, and they got the shit-eating grins on, and they've got the sunblock on, even though it's fucking November and it's 30. You know what I mean? They're just doing, like, they're doing the most to be as Caucasian as humanly fucking possible. You know what I mean? I love it. You know what I mean? There's nothing like eight Frenchmen on the corner 
with an Irish man's name on a sign. It's fucking hilarious, you know? And um, they got nothing better to do with their lives. Nothing. You know what I mean? Than play cribbage or or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Um, And when I see these people, I chirp like all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, you know, let's say it's like Jericho. I'll be like, Jericho's a baby killer. You know what I mean? And they're looking at me and I'm like, you know, you know, or I'll be like, you know, uh, he sleeps with his cousin. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll just I'll just go off and just say the craziest shit. You know what I mean? And I don't even care. Like, it's not even like a rolling stop type deal. I'll stop at the light and I'll just keep up with it. I, I am consistent. I am thorough. You know what I mean? I'm willing to debate. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'll be, I just, I'll ask them straight out. You know, I'll go, let me ask you something. They go, yeah. I go, how does it feel to support a murderer? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're just looking at you and their jaws drop and they give you like the, the sideways, like hand turn, you know, the way they turn their hand up and their palms go to the sky and they're looking at the other people going, can you believe this? I live for this shit because it throws them right off. You know what I mean? I love, like, for me, personally, throwing somebody completely off their game, especially early in the morning. Like, early in the morning is like, the the it, it's the frosting on the cake for me. The earlier, the better. If you're, like, if I see a National Grid, well, rest in peace to National Grid. If I see a Rhode Island Electric or whatever the fuck it's called now, guy outside, I'll say, you know, where's your permit? You know, get out of there, you know, and if he's trying to, like, read a meter. And then, you know, they'll come out from what they're doing. They'll come out from the manhole cover or the the electrical service panel that they're working on. And they're just looking at me with their hands in the air. And I'm going, stay right there. Don't move. I'll be right back. You know, I'm yelling at the fucking people. It's hilarious. And the earlier, the better. Because the earlier it is, the less tolerable people will be with you. And when you're sick in the head like me and you just want, like, the most, the the rawest, you know, response and uh, <laughs> from people, this is, that's me. You know what I mean? That's, that, that's the time to do it, you know? You catch somebody, like, 4.30 in the afternoon, you tell them to go fuck themselves, they don't really give a shit. They're probably looking forward to going home and doing that. You know what I mean? They're like, you know what? I know for me, it's like somebody tells me to go fuck myself at five in the afternoon. I go, I'm already on my way. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Doesn't make no difference to me. You know, I've been told that fucking eight times today. You know, it is what it is. And uh, but oh, my God, is that fun? And if you if you've never done this, you've got to do this, you know, and this is this is mostly like, you know, the week leading up to this uh to like voting day is usually where it starts to get really thick. I was riding around with my fiance and, you know, we're, we're, we're going out places and, you know, we were seeing them. They were really thickly populated all at the, at the corners and shit like that. And, you know, it's just the best, you know? So the later you get in the voting season, the better the chances that you're going to have, you know, it's just like anything else. If I want to see a moose, I'm not going to go, and, you know, start roaming up and down Main Street in Pittsburgh at fucking, 
you know, one in the afternoon, you know, with his sidewalks. You know what I mean? I'm going to play it smart, you know? I'm going to drive out to Moosehead or whatever the fuck. Or, you know, uh, I'm going to go to spots where it's realistic at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, like a gentleman, you know, as a man should. So that's the deal with that. And real quick, I want to just ask a question. I'm going to throw it out there. If you know, please, please, please reach out to me. Touch base. I would love, love, love to hear from you. I want to know, now that sweater weather's here, you're seeing all these girls, as as has been going on for probably half of a decade. I don't know what this is about. I don't get it, but I'm very curious. And that is the red sweatshirts that say lifeguard. I know. I know. You're sitting there, you're going, oh my God, because you either know somebody that wears it, your wife, your sister, your cousin, you know, maybe you, and, you know, everybody has seen these fucking sweatshirts. I don't know where they come from. I don't know what the story is. It's like, it's the weirdest thing in the world. It's literally a phenomenon because back in high school especially, you know, if you were blonde, if you weighed south of 120 pounds, I can almost guarantee you you had at least two of those sweatshirts in your closet, okay? Now, I wasn't closet snooping, but I just know this because you'd see like days where they have like a a volleyball tournament or something like that. They'd come in with the ragged out, sagged out shirt and it'd be dirty and you could see that they've done things in it. You know what I mean? Like they might have went to their senior tie-dye fucking night or something and got a splotch on it. Not the biggest deal in the world, you know. Um, but then they also would come in some days where they it was an off day, you know. And they would wear the sweatshirt and it would look fucking crispy. They'd have their stupid fucking coral necklaces on, you know. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't get it. What is this about, you know. Where's the beach? Where's the fucking beach, you know. We're in the middle of North Smithfield High School right now. There isn't a beach around here for 40 fucking miles and you got a lifeguard sweatshirt. What are you going to go? Where are you going to lifeguard? Spring Lake? You know what I mean? They just let you drown over there. They don't even fuck around. They just let you drown. They don't even have a lifeguard on duty. It's every man for themselves. You don't know how to swim. You want to jump in head first? Fuck it. You know what I mean? I get it. Sometimes I do that shit. I take on... Challenges that I, I'm not necessarily uh, ready for or uh, evolutionarily uh, equipped for. You know what I mean? I get it. I understand. But, I mean, this is like this is like weird shit. They've all got them. They've all got them. It's, it's, I don't know. So please, reach out to me. Tell me where they're coming from. What's the backstory? And if you've own this and you're one of these people and you listen you go holy shit he's got me you know reach out to me and i i i really want to learn more about this because i'm i'm genuinely intrigued you know 
and they don't even give a shit, you know. So typically, you know, I I I I know some sneak ahead, you know. So it's like one guy will go out and he'll buy the he'll stay up all night, he'll wait in line like a fucking like a nobody, and he'll buy the Jordans at two o'clock in the fucking morning, shit like that, and spend all the money, you know. Even though a week later he could scab it for fucking half the cost once the rush is down, you know. Um, but it's like you don't see four sneakerheads in the same fucking room hanging out and they've all got the same sneakers on. Usually it's a different flavor, different color, different this, different that. Nope, nope. All these girls, they wear the same fucking sweatshirt, same shit. It's crazy. You think that they work for a company, really, you know? You'll see them. They move in flocks. You'll see them going to, like, the 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 re-premiere of like the notebook and the or, or twilight and they're like fucking like 30 deep and they're all, all like ah like what the fuck like i can't wait you know what i mean and like oh yeah jessica i love your fucking i love your curl necklace do you see mine mine looks just like you they don't know what's going on you know what i mean but they're all wearing the same shit and they're okay with it I know if I show up and I'm I'm looking at my buddies and we're all wearing the same shit. It's the same thing with snowmobile. If we all got the same gear, we've got a fucking problem. We can't ride tonight, you know? We've got to go home. We've got to reevaluate. Same helmet? Nope. Nope. Change it. But not these broads. They're like seagulls, you know? Annoying and everywhere. But uh but in any event, on to different things. The missus and I, we went out for a nice ride on Saturday. I had to uh, had to go down to the, the Skidoo dealership, pick up some uh, some pots to get my stuff ready for the season. And um, we, we were driving around, and we took the scenic route, you know. It's like an hour and like 20 versus an hour flat. You know what I mean? Fuck it. It's Saturday. It's nice out. Birds are chirping, bees are singing, you know. The the girls got the 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 lifeguard uh shirts on. Everything's good in the hood, you know. So we're driving around and we're driving through all these rural areas getting there and shit like that. And I noticed a few things. First thing I noticed is like every time I look at a house and I go, and this might just be this might be just me, you know what I mean? And I get that. But for me, when I ride around, why is it every time that I see a house and I go, wow, that there's a pretty nice tan house. I like that. As you pull forward a little bit more, you see a Century 21 sign on the fucking thing. Every single time. There must have been about 200 fucking Century 21 uh I guess they're offices. I mean, what even are they? What even are they? I think that they're offices, you know? And I mean, it was like, there was like a hundred of them. And I'm driving around, I'm going, holy shit. They've got a monopoly going on. Every fucking building in the state is owned by these guys. Every nice house in the state, you know? And, uh, you know, she's even in the car going, yeah, man, what the fuck is going on, you know? I get it. There's a there's a realty uh, boom, you know, but holy shit, every single nice house, you know. And then the other thing, you know, so we're, we're riding around 
and we see this um you know I, i'm my my fiance and my mother are the same way they see a clapped out dilapidated house needs everything full gut roof you know uh no fucking poured basement you know uh field stone fucking foundation i mean just gone you know gone 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 and they look at that and go now that that right there is a prime piece of real estate why why you know and it's not like we're millionaires or anything you know if i had a million dollars i'd buy one of these fucking dumps and dump a half a mil and do it to make it mine don't get me wrong I'm gonna I'm a I'm a New Englander. I love a good colonial. That's probably what I'm gonna end up building up north for my forever home. You know, I get it, you know? But like when they look at just the shittiest house on the fucking block, you know, and they're like, Yup, that's the one. It just drives me crazy, you know? What what do you expect to do, you know? And they think that like the world, like like the place can be fixed with thirty grand. You know, have you ever watched these fucking shows on the the home network and all that bullshit? These guys will buy a house that's two years old and fucking they'll get commissioned to to buy it for the people and fix it up. And then like the minute that they open the first wall, they're like, we got to have a fucking talk. We got to talk. We got big, big, major problems, you know. And the homeowner, you can just see him swallow. Their whole throat just moves up and down, you know? And their heart just drops to their asshole and their turtle heading. I'm on my couch getting fucking, I'm hyperventilating just at the thought of what is about to be said, you know? And from a tradesman perspective, I'm looking at it going, yeah, like this doesn't even, this isn't even, this is a non-issue in in my world, you know? But like they're just going to, make this the biggest thing and they just hit them with it these are on houses that are like two years old now imagine a house that's fucking a buck 50 you know 150 years old you know abraham lincoln bunked in the attic one night because he was just passing through and fucking caught a fade while he was riding his horse and needed somewhere to fucking rest you know this is the shit that they want oh it just needs a little love a little bit of love I've never done that with houses, but I've done that with cars. And guess what? You always get fucked every single time. You want to lose money? Put love into something. <laughs> and that goes that goes for everything, man. And as, as happy as I am, my relationship, it even works for relationships. You want to lose money? Fall in love with something. <laughs> a car, a house, a girl, a boy. Or whatever, you know what I mean? A, do- oh, a dog, fajita. I mean, I can't even tell you how much this fucking dog has cost me in medical bills and in checkups and just mental and physical heartache. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. And these houses are no different. It is exactly the same. And everybody that I know that gets involved with them regrets it almost immediately. There's a uh, a movie that Tom Hanks was in with I, I forget the actress's name, 
but it was hilarious. It was like something. It was like my house or fixer up or something like that. I watched. It was on Netflix. I was in the garage. I'm working. I go. Ah, I'm just gonna throw this shit on, and you know the premise is the same deal. They buy the house. The house is fucking clapped. The tub falls through the fucking ceiling. I mean, it's like it is just hilarious. And every time, like they're laying in bed after a long day, and they go. Ah, it just fucking like something boom, you know, and something crashes and it's just it keeps snowballing and eventually they get the house to where it is and they lose all their money. They lose their, their whole shirt on it, you know, but that's what it is, you know, and the other thing is, like I said to my I said to her, I go, you know, I said, you know, what's fucked up, too, is the ghost situation, you know, and she goes, well, you know, it is what it is, you know, because I mean, I grew up in a house with ghosts. And I'm going to tell you right now. I know you're listening going, oh, my God. Trust me when I tell you. I grew up in a house with fucking ghosts, you know, albeit friendly ghosts, you know, nothing like crazy, nothing bad. You know, I didn't, you know, they weren't fucking uh, trying to sodomize me in the middle of the night or anything crazy like that because I'm sure that shit happens all the time. But I had ghosts, you know, and I said, the fucked up thing is, is that, you know, when you guys buy these houses and you guys, the ghosts wait until you've put all of, until you blew your whole bag. The entire bank account has been completely drained. You're mentally, physically, and financially drained. And the house finally is up to snuff. That's when they start to haunt. They wait until you've dumped it all into this house, to this shitbox fucking lipstick on a pig project you know passion project they wait till you're done to start haunting your ass and they will haunt the shit out of you until you're done and you're like fuck it we're out you know and then of course and that's the worst that's the scariest part about that is not even the interaction with the ghost it's that after so they scare the shit out of you and then you lose your shirt on it you lose money on your house, on your investment. That's the scariest part about the whole haunting process. You know, they see you buy the house, you you walk in and you're like, oh, all right. You know, they're like, all right, well, let's see how this fucking guy pans out, you know, and then they, you, you buy the house, you carry the misses over the threshold, you know, and they just kind of knock on the walls. They go, watch this shit. Watch, watch. They knock on the wall. Like They give you one of these. You know, you're like, what the fuck is that? You know, and it's just the ghost playing games again. You know, that type of shit. And then, you know, they say they go, well, they're going to Oh, look at this here. They got they got guys from Home Depot dropping off a, a hefty order of insulation. Shit like that. Guys, we're going to get blown in insulation. Doesn't that sound pretty good? And all the ghosts are like, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. And then fucking boom, next thing you know, kitchen reno, bathroom reno, you know, and now the 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 knocking is is turning into like creaking and shit like that. It's starting to get up a little bit. And now you lay back in bed like Tom Hanks, you go, ah, we did it. And then all of a sudden it's fucking it's like just boom, everything's exploding and cracking and People, you know, they're laughing in your ear, you know, and you're like, you got all these poltergeists everywhere, man. They're coming through the TV screens. I mean, it's like fucking Ghostbusters, two, you know, 3.0 over there. 
and you're in the middle of fucking Greenville, you got nowhere to run, and you just got to get the fuck out of Dodge, so you leave in the middle of the night, you probably left the fucking lights on and everything, you couldn't get out fast enough, you go to your ma's house, you're saying, why are you here, and you're telling her, you got to understand, there's ghosts in the house, the place is shockwad, I got to, you know, and she's just like, oh my God, I knew this was going to happen, you know, because... They got that sixth sense, mothers, you know what I mean? And and that's, they're ready for this. They, they go, I told you not to buy that fucking house, you know what I mean? Rhode Island mothers, you know? But in other events, you know, in this vast universe of ours, incredible forces exert themselves in ways that we literally cannot even fathom. Stars implode on themselves, creating black holes leading to God knows where. We may never know. Galaxies collide. Stars explode, swallowing every planet orbiting it. But even these great forces can sometimes be, well, observed here on Earth. It could even happen in our own home, in our own living room. For example, I personally find myself getting sucked into the ever-growing, consistently gyrating, high-celerity rabbit hole that I like to call trash tabloid television. What is that, you're probably saying? Because it's it's a new term. I'm trying to coin this as a new term that gets universally used by everybody in the world. For example, last night, the missus and I, we were watching one of our favorite shows, and that's Love is Blind on Netflix. If you haven't seen this, this is pinnacle trash television. This is next level. Let me, let me discuss how this starts, first of all. How we get sucked into this vortex, if you will, is, and and guys that that are listening to this go, yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about. Ladies listening to this go, they're going to show their boyfriend and go, see, see. And what happens is this. My girl's on the couch. She's watching her show. Some bullshit show. Typically, I'd walk past, but not tonight. You know, I'm like, I want to sit on the couch. I actually want to watch the tube a little bit myself. So I'm going to sit here. I'm going to let her get through her show. And then I'm going to pester the fuck out of her till she hands me the remote and goes away, right? Or just sits there and goes on Instagram or Pinterest uh, Pinterest or whatever the fuck it is that they do, right? And you're sitting there. You're on your phone. You're pissed off. You're on Facebook Marketplace looking at shit you can't afford. Oh, this guy's got a fucking uh, a, 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 a K, you know, a K10. He's got a fucking or a fucking clapped out 1967 F100. You know, you're all hot up. You know, you just want to go and say fuck it all and damn the mortgage and just go blow your whole wad on it. You know, and then all of a sudden. You hear a line, you know, you hear, 
you, your girl gasped. <gasps> you know, you're like, what is she? You know, what is this? So you look up. That's that's the first mistake. Now you're getting. You're already at this point. You're 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 on, you're uh, reaching the event horizon, as it were. And you look up, and you see whatever bullshit drama is happening. Now, typically, this could happen with any range of show, drama, sci-fi, um, but where it really really gets me and I hate to say it is reality television it just it grabs me so she gasps you look up you put your phone down on your chest face first pop you're looking at the TV and you can kind of get what's going on but not really and you're going what happened what happened so she pauses the show now she's looking at you going, well, Jesse was dating Tabitha, and now Tabitha's banging Ricky behind Jesse's back. And you're going, no fucking way. And now Jesse's getting up, and he's walking over to homeboy, and he wants to bang him out, or he's arguing with Jessica. You know, like it just get, it gets you. So she so she, she clicks it back on. Now she, she hits the back button. It goes back 20 seconds so you can... Rewatch. She goes, watch. And you're watching this argument get ready to take flight. You know? And now you're invested. Now you're fucked. Because now you're going to watch the fight go down. And you want to know what's going on after the fact. So you just keep watching. Next thing you know it. By the time you have to go back on your phone. Marketplace and Facebook has to reboot. This is when you know you've fallen right into the twilight zone. The episode ends and you look at her or he looks at you and goes, well, we can't just stop here. We got to find out what, how this plays out. Put the next one on. It's like a, it's a built into our DNA thing to be nosy. And the makers of these reality television shows, they know it and they they exploit the ever-loving shit out of it, you know? And it works for them because they get the ratings. They get to, re, you know, do another season. They get uh, rehired. You know, they love it, you know? And they know that they've got us by the balls. And this is exactly what happened to me with Love is Blind. Shut this shit off. Oh, I've only got 20 minutes left. <gasps> Click. Rewind. Boom. End of the episode. I got to see how this shit plays out. Throw the next one on. Next thing you know, we're three seasons deep. Over 100 episodes in. Whatever. This is always what happens, you know? And we like to play it rough. You know, I want to watch fucking Yellowstone, so shut this shit off. You know, but in reality, once this happens to you, Yellowstone's going to be an afterthought. Netflix has you now, bitch. It's got you, and so does she. And the females never say shit because they just they they just know they're like oh my god I got him you know and after the fact they always say see you like my show and that shit right there sends a shiver down my spine it drives me crazy I hate it you know but it's so true 
I couldn't imagine life as it were before I had Love is Blind. The premise for this show is they take people, and I might have talked about this before, but they take people, girls and boys usually, they put them behind a wall. So I can't see who's across, who's on the other side of the wall, but we can talk. So it's all bachelors and bachelorettes. They don't have anybody. They're on there looking for love. So you're on one side of the wall. You're like, listen, I like Yellowstone, beer, and chicken shit, right? And she's going, oh, my God, that's perfect. I like chicken shit, Yellowstone, and beer in that order. So we, we've got it. you know. So they, get, they think that they're fucking going to have the, the, the little pink house and the picket fence and the fucking and the, the golden retriever and everything. And they're going to ride off into the sunset and visit uh, Point Judith in the fall to watch the waves from the fucking hurricane. Uh, you know, they think that it's all good. So, and they go through several people. So they, you know, one guy will come in, they swap, boom, boom, boom. Eventually, they have to propose to somebody. Not always, but usually they propose. Will you marry me? Now, again, keep in mind, they can't see the other person. There's no visual. That's why love is blind, duh, right? And uh, it's hosted by fucking uh, Jessica Simpson's ex-boyfriend there, Nick. You know, that fucking clown. And, uh, you know, you, you watch these people. They finally get to meet each other. The wall drops. You know, oh, my God, you're exactly what I figured. Never the case, really, you know. But they're just trying to be nice, you know. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, you'll watch the, the wall drop, and they think that the girl weighs 100, you know, a buck 15 soaking wet, and she's like, creeping she's at the doorstep of three bills it's fucking great you know and for the sake of everybody involved and the viewers and the woke media they like yeah it's okay you know like whatever you know uh so they go along with it and they follow these guys up until the day that they get married and essentially the day that they get married obviously is the decider either you do or you fucking don't right that's how it works everywhere but that's that's the show and, oh, my God, if you haven't seen this show, you got to check it out. This season was fucking bonkers, dude. Absolutely bonkers. And uh, this season finale was fucking crazy. People crying. This one broad just, like, roasts the ever-loving shit out of her, you know, what was supposed to be her husband, uh, she played the game the whole time and, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to get married, blah, 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 blah. Couldn't be happier. This is great. Rah, rah, rah. We're going to buy a fucking Century 21 and rehab it and fuck the ghost. And then she gets up in, up there in front of his family, his friends, and just fucking tears this guy's heart right out of his fucking chest. It is, this is peak, peak, peak trash tabloid television. You know, and this whole, this whole uh, genre started like back in the day. You remember the, uh, it was like the surreal life and all that shit. It was like VH1. They always had it on in the barbershops, even though nobody spoke English. They're like, oh yeah, this is fucking great. Boom, boom, boom. This one's fucking that guy. She's fucking him. 
They're fucking together, whatever. You know, it's like always just consistent drama, you know? This shit gets me, dude. It gets me every time. This and Guy Fieri. I don't give a shit what show this guy's on. I'm in, you know? He's just, he, he's got the glasses, you know? He's got the fucking hair. Uh, he's just the bee's knees, you know? You, you, you love to see the guy. He's really nice. You pray to God every night when you're saying your prayers before you close your eyes. You go, please, God, let Guy Fieri live another day. And when you're going to meet the guy, you go, please, God, you know, let him be nice, you know? Emeril Lagasse, the guy's an asshole from people I've heard. Hey, I didn't say this. This is what people are saying, you know? Uh, but, you know, he gets me every time. Triple D, uh, Dinah's Dip, Dodge, and Duck, whatever the fuck. It's, he goes around and goes to these uh, little diners and shit shitholes, you know, and gets, like, fucking steak with gravy on it, you know, and your cholesterol's just fucking shooting through the roof as you watch this and you're breathing heavy on the couch. <laughs> you know, you're just dreaming of having that pot pie, you know, that chicken pot pie, you know. It's just like, I love reality television, man. I don't give a shit. I used to be a sci-fi guy. I used to just sit there and watch all those shitty, like, the CGI was done by the people who did the first Toy Story, like that type shit, and Hoodwink, you know, like just awful, awful, you know. Uh, that used to be me. That's where I was Saturday morning as a kid. But psh, now it's Guy Fieri, Love is Blind, fucking uh, The Great British Bake Off. Don't judge me on that, guys, seriously. If you're a grown-ass man and you live in just the U.S., you have to check this show out. If this doesn't get you pumped up to go and cook some shit, I don't know what will. I can't do nothing for you. You're a lost fucking cause guy, you know? This shit is, that show is amazing, you know? And they're all amateurs. They do a great job. They really shock you. We got this guy this this season here, Fanoush. He's fucking killing it. He's like a little like Dutch guy. He's like, oh yes, we having so much fun. Yes, making cakes and making brownies and you know, and he's just this fucking guy is just like the real deal. Wins the showstopper challenge every fucking week. God bless him. Shout out to Fanoush. He's gonna be taking it home this season for sure. And I guarantee you he's going to get a handshake from fucking Paul Hollywood. You watch. He actually, I think he already has. But he'll get another one. I guarantee it. But, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Short and sweet. I know I've been saying that for the past few weeks. Then we end up like an hour in. But seriously, tonight, short and sweet. I'm tired. I need to hit the sack, recharge the batteries. Mrs. and I were going up to uh, going up to New Hampshire this weekend, kind of kicking myself in the ass that we didn't go last weekend because the weather was impeccable. This weekend, rain, 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 but it is what it is. A day up in the mountains, whether it's rain, shit, or shine, is better than any day over here in the flatland. Ain't that the fucking truth? So 
We're going to go up there. Happy Veterans Day to uh, to all the veterans out there. I've uh, I've been in recent contact with a couple buddies of mine that actually just got done. And uh, I really was never aware of the uh, how difficult it is for these guys to reintegrate back into society. And, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, you see the combat guys, obviously that that's a no-brainer. You get that. But even just the guys that were stationed and uh, never really saw, you know, combat or whatever, even those guys really, it, it, they have a tough go of it when it's all said and done, you know? Imagine, you know, imagine that, all right, you go to school to be a lawyer. You go be a lawyer for five years. At the end of the five years, they tell you, all right, go kick rocks. And now you got to, like, go figure it out. Yeah. Good luck, you know? So, shout out to all the veterans out there. We appreciate everything we do. This is an American podcast, and uh, our veterans do it the best and did it the best. Thank you to all of the, uh, anybody whose loved ones have, uh, you know, lost their lives defending this country. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, you know. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next podcast. Have a safe weekend. And uh, I'm going to leave you with uh, with a really good song this week. I want to leave you with uh, some Chris Stapleton. If you don't know this guy, you've been living under a fucking rock. Let's face it. He is a badass. An outlaw. You know? Zach Lane Bryant. Suck my dick. This guy... Unbelievable, you know, and uh, he's got he's got this song. I want to I want to look it up real quick because I get fucked up with the name. So I got to be really careful, you know. But oh, here we go. Here we go. I was wrong by Chris Stapleton. And even if you're going, I don't I don't fuck with the Higgs shit. I, listen to me. <laughs> listen, listen to Pepe. Okay, this is Pepe coming to you live here this lovely evening. Go listen to this song. I was wrong by Chris Stapleton. If his if his rebel yell in the middle of this song doesn't give you goosebumps, you are not a human being. You are a fucking alien degenerate. You know, this song is crazy. I love it. Everything is beautiful on it. This guy, his voice, and the craziest part is he used to write songs for other people. We could have had Chris Stapleton for, for, for 15 years, but instead we got asshole Luke Bryant, you know, and all those fucking goofballs. That's why I don't listen to that country shit. But this guy right here, real deal. Go listen to that song. I was wrong, Chris Stapleton. Have a great weekend, guys. Love you. Ciao.